Chapter 8, Third Eye, Vision In the interconnected world of everything belonging, the third eye would be our center of vision. What I mean by that is the third eye would settle and be able to receive clear visions, like a puddle which, when the wind stops blowing, becomes still and can reflect the sky. The third eye is truly a center of focus, clarity, and balance. When we recognize we are the universe, the third eye can stop spinning in fantasies about what it wants and doesn't want, and instead rests and begins to open. Like with all of the chakras, openness only comes from a feeling of safety, okayness, and the deep experience that it doesn't have to do anything for everything to be all right. When we drop into the space of connection, the third eye brings us almost immediately into a state of meditation. We are so used to and conditioned to think, rethink, overthink, question, analyze, doubt, and try to understand the world by mentally processing it. Thinking is, however, not really necessary in the way we believe it is. In fact, just like with the throat, where we would talk much less if we felt wholeness, the third eye would think much less if it knew there is nothing that it needed to do to feel safe and fulfilled. The mind of awareness already has a built-in ability to perceive and cognize and understand. If you were to look right now at your hand, you don't need to think hand to know what it is. You see it with your eyes. Your awareness surrounds it. Your concentration focuses on it. Your perception receives the information about it. Your cognition knows what it is and what it isn't. All of these processes are already a part of the mind without ever needing something called a thought to arise. More than that, thinking also hijacks our awareness of the moment. Believing it is a necessary function, thinking tries to get in between you and every experience you are making. It's a control freak of the worst kind. Our thoughts have to have a say on everything. It's kind of annoying, really, when we realize we are not our thoughts and our thoughts literally have a mind of their own. Our problems begin when we believe the thoughts to be us. We identify as our thoughts and then we create emotions around them and then act out of those emotions. And as actions repeated create habits, and habit repeated creates destiny, we can see how when we let our thoughts run the show, we are completely out of control. What makes things worse is that our thoughts are mostly projections, false beliefs that seem like knowing, assumptions. We see the world through our specific conditioned lenses, molded by our past experiences, and focused on re-experiencing things from the past we liked, or trying not to re-experience things from the past we didn't like. It's all about controlling and attempting to manifest our experience in the way that best suits us. Since so much of our thinking is fear-based, desire-based, or ignorant-based, a Buddhist would actually say that all of our thoughts fit into these three categories. We are constantly creating a world and life that is aligned to results that we would rather not have to experience. 
An action based on a fearful thought will always create imbalance, if not directly create the thing it is actually afraid of. Once we start trying to control things, it gets harder and harder to stop. We create a life that will literally fall apart if we're not constantly controlling everything, which reinforces the belief that we have to do something or else. When everything is connected and we are the universe, the third eye really gets a chance to rest. It can spend more time being present and more time knowing and seeing what's really there. Since the third eye houses our perceptual lenses, if our mind sees that there is no danger, that we are safe, that we can let go, it gives all of our chakras permission to chill out. That's why meditation is so powerful. It allows the mind the opportunity to sink into a state of unity and permits our entire system to take a much needed break. When we come out of meditation, we usually pick back up where we left off and get all of our chakras agitated again, but we don't have to do things this way. The more we work with the understanding of everything belonging, the more our chakras can find a state of meditative rest throughout the day until it becomes our everyday normal active state. We can really and truly live in peace.